add it up, bank roll, euro, euro, peso, peso, add it up, add it up. I'm just doing me, everything is on me. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Snage V Show. Today I want to dive deeper into nutrition because there is a lot of stuff out there and I feel like I can help you just break it down in a way that makes sense, in a way that you can then apply it to your own goals and a way that I can essentially help you continue your journey because there's, at the end of the day, anyone and everyone can tell you how to eat. It's not that hard, Right. What it is, is that a lot of the time we find ourselves at points where we hit a, a, I guess, a plateau or we hit this this area where we just don't know where to pivot. So I'm going to kind of give you the tools and then the tips to try and help you overcome that. Now, everyone's at different stages. So we have to understand that if you are at a stage where you are just starting, your nutrition has to be different than someone that's maybe been doing this for a year, two years, five years, whatever. And so if you are just starting out, how you want to do nutrition in, uh, for your goals, let's say you want to lose weight. And I've had a lot of people that have come in and their very initial goal, most people start off this way, is I just want to lose weight. So what we do is we look at how much they weigh and then what we do is we will times that number by 10 if you're a female, by 12 if you're a male. Now, let's say you are 160 pounds and you're a female and you want to lose weight, you maybe want to lose 15 pounds, you're going to times that number by 10. It's going to bring you to 1,600 calories. Then if you're a male, it's going to be the same thing, but just times it by 12. That's your starting point. And you're going to focus first on just the calories that you're eating and not eating. And then you're going to break that down into what we call macros. Everyone knows what macros are. If you don't, carbs, fats, protein. It's not hard to understand it. But the reason why I want to kind of explain this is because people complicate nutrition and you don't need to complicate it. It's very simple. It's really about the approach that you take. So that's kind of like, I'm telling you like basic entry level. Now there is massive formulas. There is a lot that goes into this depending on who you go for. Now, if you were to go and get like DEXA scans and in-body scans and underwater weighing and all this stuff, things are going to change. But if you are just starting out and you're kind of going a little bit blindly into it, like all you're using is a scale, then you have to understand that your numbers are going to be only directed towards whatever number it is on that scale. So here's how you want to do it. You're going to do those numbers. And then the very like, I guess the basic principle to follow as a starter is 40% carbs, 30% fat, 30% protein. What that looks like is this. You are going to get your 1600 calories, you're going to input it in something like my fitness pal, and then you're going to go to your goals and then you're going to put the, the calories in there and then put the percentages where they need to be. So 40, 30, 30. It's going to spit out the numbers to you. It's going to tell you, yeah, you're going to have 110 grams of carbs, whatever it is. And then you're going to then need to put the food in. Now, you can't just go and eat whatever you want. A lot of the time people are going to give you this concept of, well, if it fits my macros. Now, that is the worst approach. Do not use it. Reason being is that you could eat one meal from anywhere that's like McDonald's or In-N-Out or whatever, and you can actually add up to those numbers very quickly. The problem is that you're going to struggle. And also the problem is that you're going to be fueling your body with things that are not good for you. So 40, 30, 30, 
find the foods that are going to now fit those macros, but make them healthy. In other words, was it grown or was it once alive? So once alive might be fish, some form of meat product, a chicken, whatever. And then if it was grown, you're thinking about like your vegetables and your fruits, even your potatoes, like things that are actually was, were made in the ground, on a tree, whatever. So you have to look at it from that perspective. So then you're going to input all your food for an entire day. Because if you don't, if you just kind of go into it in like one meal at a time, uh, one food at a time, you're going to have a really hard time with it. So you want to try and dive d- deeper into that. The next thing that you're going to do is continuously do that and then track your progress. Weigh yourself once a week. Do not do it every day. You're wasting your time. There's too much that can change overnight versus a whole week. Do that and then you kind of see if you're progressing. If you are basically staying the same, what you can do is you can remove a couple of calories. Maybe it's 100, maybe it's 200 and see how your body responds. You can also add um, calories and see how your body responds. The, The goal of this is to understand yourself. It's to learn more about how your body responds to foods, to things that may or may not serve you. Now, once you, let's say you've lost that 15 pounds that you wanted, you've come down and now you're like, okay, now what? That is the time to now set a new goal. If you don't set new goals, you're just going to fall off 100%. I've seen it happen too often. People will start a plan. They'll start nutrition. They'll start the gym and then they will quit as soon as they reach their target because they didn't set a new goal. You need to set goals consistently and on a regular basis. So you have something to chase. If you don't, you're going to quit because you're going to think, well, here's the result. What now? Set new goals, set new targets, and then keep moving forward. Now, what the next thing that you need to do, like, let's say you are now at that 145 you look better, but you don't look quite how you want to look. Maybe you start to go, I want to lose a little bit more fat. Then you have to like pivot. At this point, you've probably instilled a better routine in the gym. So what you're going to do is you're going to focus on protein. Now, when you're eating your protein, you're going to kind of maybe prioritize it a little bit more. So instead of maybe you're going to keep your calories around that same amount. So we were at one 1,600. Now we bring those calories down because you've lost the weight. We might come down to 1,500 and you're going to, instead of doing 40, 30, 30 split, you might go 35, 35, 30. So you've taken five off your carbs and placed it on your protein to increase the amount of protein that you're having. And you can start to pivot that way because you're doing more strength training. You need to fuel your muscles and help them recover using protein. So you're going to increase your protein amount, but you're also doing some cardio. You're also kind of pushing your body. You also need to fuel your lifestyle. So you still need your carbs there and fats are going to be off to the side a little bit. And that's how you pivot and reposition yourself. Now, let's say you are someone that like, I want to lose as much body fat as possible. I want to get to single digits. This is where you really do need to be in a pretty significant deficit. In other words, you may need to go lower and you may need to drop your carbs down. Now expect to get tired, expect to get lethargic and expect to get hungry. That's how it is, right? Because you're trying to go towards like no carbs and carbs really do give you the energy that you require, you will find yourself struggling a little bit with your energy. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to fall asleep, you're going to crash out. You just are going to be a little bit more fatigued. So you have to be very, very intentional with when to exert your energy. 
and when to kind of harness it and, and how to like essentially spend it. Now, um, I really like the idea of, you know, coming down maybe to like 30, 25% or 30% on carbs, but I wouldn't go much lower. Um, and a lot of it does depend on the type of training that you do. For someone that is predominantly doing strength training, protein should be your priority. For someone that's doing a lot of endurance style training or running or riding or rowing, anything like that, then carbs should be your priority. Now, but here's the thing, with any journey, with anything that you're striving to achieve, whether it is lower body fat, whether it is that you want to lose just weight, you have to expect to be a little bit hungry. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because when we are hungry, we have that we have to kind of have that conversation with ourselves. Like hunger is a response, a response to what you're doing. And hunger isn't necessarily a bad response. Also, I don't think it's bad if you are hungry because it reminds you how badly you want your goal. Hunger is essentially saying, how badly do you want this? How badly do you want this? And you have to respond with, I want it bad enough. So I'll just endure a little bit of hunger till I get to where I want to go. Now, the next part of that is saying no to things with people, events, whatever, where there's foods there uh, that you shouldn't be eating because they're not really a part of your journey. The foods aren't a part of your journey. It's not that the foods aren't part of your plan because that's always the case. There's going to be certain moments, whether it's alcohol, whether it's sugar, whether it's whatever, eating out. If that is not part of your plan, then you have to be strong enough. You have to have the willpower and the resilience to say no to those things. And now what I mean by that is that, you know, there's always going to be events that happen and you show up and you're like, Hey, I can't have that stuff. I'm, I'm kind of watching what I'm eating. I'm trying to go on this journey and people are like, Oh my gosh, you're so boring. You know, you're going to get this. Like you'll go to an event. Someone will say to you, you're so boring. Like, why don't you just have some fun? Why don't you live a little bit? Why don't you just like relax and just have a glass of wine, have a beer, the problem with that is that they are not understanding your journey. And if people don't understand your journey, then don't even bother trying to get them to. Because at the end of the day, whatever you are trying to do for yourself, if you don't have supporters, then you just have haters. And those haters need to go. That's just how it is. You need to just, just push them away and go, good for you. That's great. I cannot hear anything you have to say. I'm doing what I'm doing because it's making me better. And that's going to be the reality of that. And it's hard sometimes to do that. But at the end of the day, unless someone 100% supports you, then like don't just support you when things are good. Support you when things are challenging. That's true support. True support is when someone says, hey, I know you're going through some hard stuff. I'm here. You know, not, oh my gosh, you're so fun. You're so easy. You're so like comfortable. Everything's great. That is not what support looks like. So as you're going out and about and doing all these things, maybe it's time for you to readjust your approach. For example, let's say everyone's going out to dinner and you're meeting them at seven o'clock. Show up at eight because majority of the time they've eaten, they've got their stupid comments out of the way, but you show up a little bit later because you've already eaten and you don't have to even worry about that conversation. You'd be like, no, you know, I've already had something to eat. I'm just here. And you maybe have a glass of something. It's so much easier for you to do that. Alternatively, you can leave early. You can show up at the start. You can hang out for a little bit and say, I've got to go. I've got somewhere to be. And you leave. You have to know how to use essentially avoidance in a positive manner, like in a manner that's actually going to serve your goals and what you want. 
Now, yes, you could sit there and you could fight him and you could tell him like, I don't want to and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, you're still going to get hate. So that's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it is don't meet people for meals. Meet them for coffee. Meet them for a hike. Meet them to go and see something. Don't meet them just for food. The problem is that society believes that in order to catch up with someone, we have to sit down and have dinner with them. You can also catch up with them by just sitting down. You don't have to have a meal. You can go for a walk with them and catch up with them that way. Everyone thinks that we have to catch up over a whole big bunch of food because they don't even know that you can just literally catch up with them by sitting on a couch, by going for a walk, by having a cup of coffee. It's something that's different. So that's also another way that you can see your friends or your family and and kind of avoid that concept of telling them no, because a lot of the time people aren't, it's not a comfortable thing to say. Saying no, I can't meet you for dinner is not comfortable. So you have to pivot. You have to change your approach. So going back to the nutrition, you're going to get be a little hungry. You have to be able to handle externals. Please handle the externals. You don't need that. You already have this internal battle of like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. Oh my gosh, I want to eat more food. You don't need the the addition of friends and family or whoever saying to you, why don't you just live a little? Like that doesn't help your case because that just like almost fuels already the negative talk that you have in your mind about like what you want from yourself. So that's another aspect that you want to work on. Now, in regards to your nutrition, if you are someone that's maybe wanting to put on muscle, that's a different approach. You're going to actually eat a little bit more. And the more that you eat is going to come from protein and a little bit of carbs. So you might actually go the opposite direction and have 40% protein, 30% carbs, and 30% fat. So you have to know what your goals are, all right? If you're trying to lose weight, eat less. If you're trying to gain weight, eat more. If you're trying to maintain weight, eat a balanced and meet, I guess, like equal um, ratio of your calories, your carbs, your fats, your protein, and then you can pivot across however you want to go. If you have a little bit of you know, fat to lose, if you have a little muscle to gain, you can always kind of like handle that on either side. But nutrition really is very simple if you approach it in a simple manner. And a lot of the time people don't track. Like here's the thing. If I ask someone, did you track your macros? And they say, well, no, I didn't. And then they haven't gotten results and then they blame me for it. I know for a fact that it's because they didn't track their macros. Like it's obvious. You cannot blame anyone for you not getting results other than yourself because you are the one that didn't do the work. You are the one that didn't put in the time. You are the one that didn't put in the effort and the commitment because if you did, you would get results. Results are literally a reflection of your commitment. Just put in the, the work and it will come out in the results. So a lot of the time people will maybe like they'll say, oh, I just had one off meal. I just had one cheat meal. I, you know, it wasn't a big deal. The reality is that it's a big deal because it, it affects your results. So want it bad enough. Want your goals and want your targets and your standards so bad that it doesn't matter what steps in the way. It doesn't matter who's around. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter about anything other than your effort because your effort should matter more than every single thing that stands in the way. And too often people quit or they fall short because of external influences. And external influences basically are showing you that you are weak. 
If you fall short to anything other than your own brain, your own decisions, your own control, you are weak. And that's the reality of it. And I see too many people that are literally so weak. Like they ha- they're like, oh, I just love sugar. I'm like, sugar doesn't love you. Like you want you want to get these results, but you don't know how to say no. Like, are you really that weak? That's outrageous. Like that's literally outrageous. The fact that your brain can't comprehend to say no to something that is not a part of your path is mind-blowing to me, mind-blowing. So if you can't say no to the shit that's bad for you, you're just weak and you need to strengthen yourself. And how do you strengthen yourself? Guess what? The answer is say no. Just say no to whatever it is that doesn't serve you. It's so easy, right? In theory, it is so hard in application. So when it comes to your nutrition, if you have your goals, commit to your goals. It doesn't matter what that means. It doesn't matter who's with you on the journey. You just need to tell yourself what you want and then you apply it. You apply it in a very simple manner. I told you what to do with your nutrition. You just need to get the formula in place. You get your calories, you get your macros, you start using a fitness tracker, whatever it is, my fitness pal, I'm sure there's a million out there. You start using that every day because I can tell you right now, unless you have been doing it every day and you are an absolute pro at it, you should be doing it every day. Like when you actually have the results and you say, I've been doing this for months, I've been doing this for years. Yeah, that's different. Now I have been tracking my macros. I don't even know for how long at this point, but I just keep doing it. I keep doing it because I want my results to stay and that's why I keep doing it. So if I can keep doing it, you can keep doing it. Um, Other things are going to come in the way. You might miss a day. That's cool. You might miss two days. That's fine. But if you allow yourself to miss a week and then two weeks and then a month, then you just sucked. So you know why that happened. So I hope that that kind of breaks down the the 101, I guess, of nutrition. When you want to start eating for performance, performance is a different game, okay? It is absolutely nothing like what these fitness gurus tell you. I can assure you of that. When someone comes to me and I deal with a bit more high-level performers, I deal with people that like work with nutrition for performance, it's a very different game because we're talking about meal timing. We're talking about like exactly what needs to happen after a workout, prior to a workout, the day before a race, the day after a race or an event or what happens around their family time. That is a very different game because we are diving way deeper into the macros. So nutrition for performance is done by professionals. Nutrition for everyday people is done by gurus. Let's call it that. It's done by these podcasts. And so um, if anyone has any questions about that, you can kind of reach out to me. You can just reach out to me on Instagram or you can like go on my website and fill out an application about it. But performance is a different game and I'm not going to dive deep, deeper into that because it would just take me way too long. Like it would, this would be hours long. And so when it comes to performance-based training, you really do need like to have resources. You need to be having body scans. You need to be running tests. You need to be doing blood work. Like this is a different game. I've just said that. So um, just understand that if you are trying to take yourself to a whole new level, like an elite level, you really do have to change your approach. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. And, you know, if this is helpful, please share it with people. Please share it with people so that they know that, 
you know, nutrition can be as simple as you want it to be. You just need to apply the methods and these tools that I've just given you to your nutrition. So I hope that's valuable for you guys. I hope that you can take a lot out of this and I am looking forward to seeing you in the next one.